Hello and welcome to Out of Combat, the Casters and Cantrips D&D After Show, where we discuss everything that happened in our most re recent session, episode 20. Uh, I'm Virtual Spectre, I play Hayden, I'm joined by Moobs and Mac and Cheese, please. And wow, uh, quite the emotional Ooh, session today. Well, first off, let's address the elephant in the room. You were turned to stone, dude. The statue in the room. Yeah. The statue, the statue in the room. room. Uh, yeah, that. I'll get that out of the way. Uh, the session was relatively short for me today. Um, we uh, we were able to locate uh, Azric, Moop's character, uh, his mother. We had a brief reunion with her before we went on a further adventure into a cave. Um, and we ran into some basculists and I got petrified. So <laughs> I sat around and just chilled for most of the session while, uh, like moves and, and Mac and the others kind of just carry the session. So, um, now that's out of the way. How did we feel? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> How did you feel getting turned to stone as a player? Yep. Like, a quarter of the way into the game. Uh, so here's the thing. I, I was a little so based on the map. Um, I was a little surprised that I actually got, um, I guess, attacked or or stunned immediately because I guess I misread where our positions were. I thought I was around a corner. So when uh, I had to make that first constitution save, I was like, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, Failed same. It. I thought I was around the corner, too. Yeah, because like the line of sight, I could see just the top of the circle of the, the enemy. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, I thought you had to see the whole square. Oh, yeah. To... And yeah, if you see a little sliver, that's that's fair game in okay. D&D rules. So. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, all right, I failed. And at that point, we didn't know they were basilisks yet. Yeah, we um, didn't know. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm restrained. Fine, I could still deal with this. And uh, I guess, I don't know if it was a surprise round or what, but I, I didn't get the opportunity to avert my gaze from the thing on that turn and then also the next turn. So I had to roll again and failed another con, and then that was it. I was <laughs> Dunsies. So, yeah, and I didn't get to do much. There's no easy fix. That's a we need greater restoration to, to cure you, and that is a that's a we are not that level. We are not that we're what, we're level four or something. What are we? Yeah, uh, level five. Okay. You need to be <laughs> level nine. It's a Love. level five spell. <laughs> so if we could somehow gain four levels right away, because Emmy as a druid can cast. The spell, but yeah, she we, can cast it like she has a, the ability, or she currently has it. When she gets to no. that level, when she gets that level, she can cast the spell. Yeah, you get level five spells at level nine. Mm. So we're, we're far away from that. Um, the only other recourse is to hopefully find somebody in the church or whatever to do it. But then uh, I guess that's not going to be an easy thing either. So um, right now, Hayden's pretty much out of the game. Well, what if we went to like the hospital and bit like someone like, like, look, look, look what happened, blah, blah, blah. Like someone save him. I think the hospital is the church. 
I think that's what yeah. Max was saying. So gotcha. it's uh, um, also a cleric spell. So we need the clerics. If there is a cleric high level enough and willing to cast that spell on Hayden, then we, we should be good. But uh, we don't know if that's going to happen or when that's going to happen. So, yeah, I I wonder if Azric will have have to make a deal. Hey, I'm back. Maybe. Because apparently I'm the, uh, a chosen of the Lotus King, so they're yeah. There's a so I'm a statue. That's you know kind of where that ends, I think. So, but we need to get into we need to get into some of the Azric stuff, the juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit of what that was like, the initial reunion, and then uh, you sort of had like a real deep conversation. Not technically one on one because everybody was there, but dragging your stone ass. More yeah, or less one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of role play. It was, it was weird. I didn't think I was going to be so into my character or the where I actually felt like excitement to to meet my foster mother and like when we had the reunion. Actually, I like got really teary eyed and I almost oh. had like tears come down my face. So I, I, I felt, uh, I felt. I guess awesome that I was actually in, that invested in my own character that I can feel what my character is feeling yeah. at that moment. Um, I, I knew there was going to be some hard discussions because, you know, Azric no longer follows the faith. He's He's got some weird powers from some undetermined source. So who knows? Will that come into play? Like, we go to the church and Azric decides join the order again. What what does that mean for his warlock powers? Because he's gaining his source of uh arcane magic from something else that and so there's like there'll be some conflicting things with like the divine powers with the, the warlock powers. So I'm so actually what does really that mean? oh sorry. Uh yeah. I, I, I'm gonna have to make a choice mm. I, I can't be both i think there's a further layer uh what does that mean in terms of kind of our current career paths because if you rejoin the church i'm sure they're not going to be like okay see you later azric you know go back to being Need a, a sailor man yeah they're well, probably yeah. going to probably gonna be wanting you to do stuff for them for well yeah max laid down a lot of like lore and uh in in history like that there's this person called the dawn who's also one of the lotus kings chosen and uh during the role playing you know they they asric they kept telling me as a child that you're going to just be like him you're you're the chosen you're chosen by the lotus king you'll you'll be him cuz he's like you know, like this paladin figure that everybody loves and, and is, is adored by everybody, and it's just like it's like a champion of the yeah. the Dawn Father or, or the yeah. Lotus King or whatever. The Dawn Father. <laughs> well, isn't that like a thing? That's like a thing in in like right? Is that in not the Godfather movies? Yes. <laughs> no, not Don like D O N. Um, I think it's like another. We're playing our own homebrew. Like thing, but I think Dawn Father is like a another D and D like 
Yeah, he's the most, is the leader of the he's the high warden, so he's the leader of the watch. Oh, okay. Um, but they they kept comparing Azric to him. Like, you you'll, you're just gonna be like him. You're gonna you're gonna be a hero. And like was to Azric as a kid and being like, Well, I can never be him. I'm I'm always sick. They can't even go play and do things like normal kids do. Like, how could I ever be like him? So he got a lot a lot of disdain, like resentment towards the Don, even though the Don technically didn't do anything wrong. Uh it's just like He's everything I can't be. Right. Do you know why? Uh, I, or you probably do, but why they chose Azric? Is it because you manifested some celestial powers when you were young or something? Uh, so uh, um, my character, yeah, I'm an Asimar. So uh, the way Max has it in his world, if you're Asimar, you're touched, you're God touched. So the God has yeah. blessed you. Um, so it's just because I was born as an Asimar. Gotcha. I am okay. considered the chosen. Do you think when you met your mother, there was like a little bit of almost shame and guilt about your past or like your your present, what you're currently doing? You almost didn't want to share. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like she would be sad? Oh, for sure. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the 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 Lotus King's teachings, you know, it's about uh, forgiveness and and freedom, being truthful and all that stuff. Um, so I was really appreciative for you, Mac, when you were as playing as Taj and you're like, you know, you tap me on the shoulder. It's like, you don't, it's okay. You don't have to say everything right now. Mm-hmm. Or don't tell her the bad things you've done in life. So, yeah. Yeah, like it's not necessary. You don't need to do all. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, Jacinda would very much disapprove of the things Azric has done. Especially just like being a pirate and the things that come with being a pirate. I mean, we, we stage a mutiny uh, on the, the ship and we really haven't <laughs> we really haven't gone into details of what really went down. At least the audience doesn't know. And like mm-hmm. Mac, Mac and I, we know because it's our shared backstory. I'm not even not yeah, even the players, the cast don't even really know what went down. They don't really know, no. I'm trying to piece it together. So, I think, yeah, Jacinda would very much be Azric in a different way. Sure. Yeah. I found it interesting as an observer uh, how Max was playing Jacinda. I loved it. Somebody who cast aside their position in the church seemingly cast aside their faith because she said i i don't have my powers anymore i don't have any of that connection but she was very like proud sort of proud but also a little surprisingly steadfast when it came to like trying to convince azric like no 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 you are the chosen one i think if hayden was actually present at that time he'd be kind of like a little curious how like they can immediately sort of flip their whole scenario from being like i don't have any more faith to you're the chosen one this is great like you need to do you need to pursue a relationship with the god again it's like well wait a minute you are not yeah 
Where's this coming from? <laughs> I think it's more so like I did this for me, but this is a better path for you. Like have what I can't have kind of is kind of how I take it, you know? I suppose. Yeah. yeah, you can see it that way. Like how how your parents always want what's best best for you, even though it's not best for them. Yeah, sure. that, that could be possible. I know because when we talked to my foster brother, that she and even when we were talking to my mother, she was like, "I I failed you," because she thought I died. Like her mission was to take care of me and raise me because Azric is one of the chosen and he's dead, and that was her mission. So. Maybe she felt because if she failed, she failed me as a child and she failed the Lotus King because I died. But it, none of that was her fault. Mm. Um, but, you know, she took that upon herself. She's like, well, I, I don't deserve to be part of the church because I failed. So hearing, and then so Azric is alive and that he's, I'm back. And maybe it kind of reignited that, that wanting to go back to the church. She's like, everything's going to be fine. You're here. You're like, we, everything can go back to normal but yeah I don't know I mentioned this briefly at the very end of our session how uh, in a lot of ways what Azark went through when he was little uh, he's not wrong in my opinion to feel the way he does about the gods or that faith in particular it sounded towards the end of our session like your mother changed your mind on that a bit. Has is Azric now maybe not quite so down on the god like he was, or was that a little bit of a con conciliation uh, thing towards your mother? I think it was a. I think it's a combination like Azric feels really bad the, the way his mother is living her life now she's like she, mm. she left the church she's living as a hermit she's traveling super far in the jungle gathering these rare herbs and and fungi and risking her life for for what when she can just live a, an easy life with the church and do what she does and she's like she lost her powers she's no longer with the Lotus King so coming home and like Feels like you feel he feels it's it's his fault. Like Azric, it's Azric's fault. He he probably could have tried harder to to get back home. He could have tried harder to to leave the pirate life and and find a way home. But uh, he chose to live the life the way he he thought he wanted. Also talking to Etheria, so so yeah. basically is basically a, a intermediate between the Lotus King and, and Azric. So he has. Basically, a, a a celestial friend that talks to Azric, and he's you know kind of pushing like you you just you're not doing anything for yourself, or you're only being selfish, and you have to have faith, and you're the one who has has to believe, not the Lotus King. So, I it's it's so hard for Azric to it's a tough situation. A, a yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know how I'm as a player and as the character, how I'm going to reconciliate, reconcile, reconcile with that. And because like, if he's doing this just to heal Hayden, then it's again, that's a selfish reason. He's not, he's not doing it. For he's doing it for somebody else. 
Is that yeah. selfish? Yeah, not necessarily. It's a lot to process in a very short amount of time, right? A lot of complex. Azar spent most of his life kind of, you were just like, nah, this this whole God thing is awful. And these people are, you know, they gave me a terrible childhood. And, and then now you're kind of bombarded with meeting your mother again. And she's saying like, this is a great thing need to reconnect and then also your your celestial friends like no you need to reconnect it's a lot I, I would it would be tough if my character was going through it i don't know how i would play it because i would definitely still have my reservations about it but at the same time you have two people that are one one raised you who's wants the best for you and then another one who's kind of been by your side i guess for most of the time yeah Pushing you in another way, so it's it, it is tough, and that's why kind of Azric always looks to Taj for reassurance. I don't, how does He's that there relationship? For you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, how does Taj feel about these? You, yeah, Taj has heard all of this stuff about Azric because yeah. you've spent the most time with him uh, over the course of his life. So, how do you feel about? His mother coming in and um I think it's like one of those like protective friend situations where like you know what your friend actually wants and like he's trying to like appease his mom, you know? And so like I think she's just gonna kinda go with whatever Azric wants because she's not the kind of like she's like emotionally mature where she's like you should do blah blah like you're a grown-ass man like you do mm -hmm. do what you are gonna do and i'm gonna support you but like what you're doing is dumb you know but she's not gonna tell you that you know like because you're a grown-ass man you know like that's just kind of yeah. her like vibe i guess so I think um, as I don't know, I think I'm interested to see how like Taj and Azric's like relationship progresses even more so because like we saw like some more flirting this go around um, from this last episode. And then like we're digging into his past a little bit more, which like kind of brings people closer together. So like there's just. And like, I guess it getting introduced to his mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even think about that. It's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you did want to say, like, this is somebody who's special to me. Like, she's been a friend for a long time. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. If she, yeah, because then, because Max has Jacinda, like, when I said that, yeah, she saved me. From the pirates, uh, without actually going into detail what actually happened, <laughs> she like instantly grabbed Taj's hand and she's like, "Oh, thank you for being there for him." And yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting if she can't help us get that flower. How that bridge is burned because it's going to be burned unless you lie, you know, and like, like how I kind of see Azric and how Taj would play it out is like, 
oh yeah, I'll, I'll join your church and then do it, get the flower and be like deuces, you know, and leave. Like she doesn't care. It doesn't mean anything to her, you know? That's, so yeah. it's That's like, what do what you got to do to get it. And then you're out. Like I joined, but did I join, you know? Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get at with my question earlier about like, how is this going to affect the rest of our our little uh, career that we go on? Are you actually going to fully embrace the church again? And what are they going to want you to do versus are you just going to dip out with the flower? And Yeah, give it, give it what you need. Leave. Bye. Power I, for me. <laughs> I feel like we're, no pun intended, uh, VS, that we're a rock in a hard place because so. If Azric does return to the church, <laughs> like he can't go out and do pirating stuff. And if he doesn't do pirating stuff, what does that mean about Captain Blackbeak? So she's still you have a whole her, you have a whole crew, man. She's still expecting her money, right? Yeah. And if Azric just abandons being the pirate life, like she's he's she's gonna come after him, right? So and then that means he comes after the crew as well, because yeah, collateral, collateral damage. So uh yeah. Campaign three, no. <laughs> I will know uh, as a player. We need three items for this scroll, and we have four options. The flowers, one option. So, if things ultimately don't work out with the flower, we're not out of it. There's other options, but this was like yeah. the closest one to us at the time so yeah i have I it down Ironwood, silver tongue basilisk scale echoing crystal we got the scale right, right? we have we crystals have one on the island yeah there could be crystals on the island yeah so that's potentially two then whatever that would the wood uh, thing uh, i wrote down um on test planes so yeah and right. the starfall prism is in the museum well, so a lot of what we need is here on Esco. We don't get the blossom. We can wait another month because there's still so many things we need to get on this island. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily. There's a lot of pressure involved with going for the flower, and there's a lot of potential bridge burning that could happen as a result. So, Sorry, I guess. I guess we just need to like <laughs> really not me because I'm stone, but you guys have a lot to to weigh in terms of like, is it going to be worth it to burn some bridges or however Azric decides to do things, or should we refocus on something else? You know, yeah, uh, we'll we'll just have to find out as as we progress through the campaign. Yep, uh, yeah, that that's gonna wrap it up. For us here at Casters of Cantrips, we're out of combat. I hope you enjoyed the episode and enjoyed this podcast. And yeah, you can follow us everywhere. Uh, Casters of Cantrips, YouTube, Twitch, Patreon, uh, Discord, and on Twitter will be Casters Cantrips. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you next time. All right, take care. Yeah.